This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. All of you support, uh, all of you that support, I should say, because I'm good at the talking thing. You're doing great. You're doing great. I'm great. I'm doing awesome. Are, uh, you not only help make this happen, but also uh, we give you things, including every Sunday of quarantine, which when we made this decision seemed like a bounded timed thing, but now is clearly always forever. Uh, we create a special quarantine Sunday edition of says who exclusively for those that support at the $5 a month or up level. And it is available to anyone, including all the back, uh, backlog of which I think there are 40 episodes now. Uh, Oh, Dan. <laughs> I know. Dan, no. Come on. Uh, not just of the quarantine Sunday, oh, but of the... Of, I was going to no, say that. It hasn't just... been that long. Oh, Dan, uh, so But tired. 40 Town Watch exclusive episodes. I think there are somewhere around 15 or so uh, quarantine Sunday episodes at patreon.com slash says who. Dan. Maureen. I talked to you about books before. No, I don't think so. Books, Dan, they're a thing. You read them and then you go somewhere else in your head. It's true. Which today... It's like when I read the news, except I go nowhere good. Oh, Dan, we're going to have to talk about mental health today because yours truly is having some issues with it. But books can help with that. Books, uh, and if you have a... Uh, say you have a subscription to... Kindle Unlimited. You can read Truly Devious on there for free right now. That is confirmed. It's there. So yeah. if, if you happen to have Kindle Unlimited, look up Truly Devious. You can read it for zero dollars and zero cents. Uh, but you can also get it at your library or an independent bookstore. Um, and uh, books, oy, books, just books, Oof, books. And. You can get your Says Who merchandise at merch, M-E-R-C-H, dot sayswhopodcast.com, including surprise new addition to the merch store just today. A new mug, a new coffee mug that says do more, doom less on it. I made it yesterday in part as a reminder to myself to do that. But maybe you need that reminder too in the form of something that you also drink your morning coffee in. Merch.sayswhopodcast.com I'm gonna get a yawn out. Oh, God. Oh, God. You ready to do this? No. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, too. But also, no. I mean, really. Says who? It's got to crack my back. Oh, boy, I wish I could. Ah. Ah. Oh, if I could crack my back, that would be so sweet. Welcome to Says Who. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that is not a podcast. Mm, I'm Maureen Johnson. Say the coping strategy mm. part, and I am Dan Sinker. You're sounding good, Maureen. Dan. I can hear that AC going. Is it hot? Is it hot there? I'm always very warm. It's very muggy in the city, and... Uh, yeah. Dan, I guess I, in the last 24 to 48 hours, I hit the wall. Sounds right. I just hit it. I didn't realize I was coming up to the wall. I was speeding along going, I'm doing great. I'm doing fun. Whoa, funk. Yeah, it sounds, I think that's right. I think there are a lot of people, and myself included, that are having that experience this week. Can I talk about the symptoms and tell me if you relate to any of them? I would love you to. A restless emotional quality that makes you feel like you're going to start screaming and crying pretty much for no reason at any second. Agreed. Tight muscles. 
Mm-hmm. Inability to focus. Oh, yeah. Tired and sleepless. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the, that, those are the contours of the thing. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm, I am fully right in that mix, I would say. I, I hadn't been feeling, like, after we do this, I've decided that I have to put some self-care first, and I'm going to shift the old TV over, turn on a video, and do, like, an hour and a half of yoga. Um, Because frequently that helps um, release some of the lesser demons. And I may have to just do that every day. Like, I I don't think um, I've had that enough of that sort of stuff in my life because I've been trapped yeah. inside. Um, but uh, yeah, I just, um, it crept up on me. And then uh, I heard a kind of sizzling noise coming from my brain. And uh, then, all, then all of a sudden the lights flickered like I was in a haunted house. And yep. uh, I mean, it's not bad. It's just done. I'm hot. Yeah. Done. It, I feel like I have had sort of an encroaching sense of doom and dread and stress over the last few weeks. Like part of it is watching the numbers go up. Part of it is sort of the resignation that summer is just a wash, you know, that, that the idea that summer will somehow look, feel or act different than what the previous, you know, three months was going to feel like uh is done other than it just being real hot um and then i think that for me this week the thing that has really just kicked it all into a whole nother level is despite the fact that things are getting and not just looking worse but getting worse in all of the most effective states right affected states right now mm-hmm. Uh, we suddenly are now nationally shifting once again to sort of bonkers reopening conversations, even while even while things have not yet truly emerged at how bad they will get. And that is the thing that to me has really just feel, made me feel like I have fallen through the rabbit hole. Yeah, and I was just thinking, because um, normally in the summer, um, we go to see Oscar's family in England. Yeah. During his kind of summer work holiday, we go. It's just what we do. And uh, I guess, I think it was this time last year that I got, was it this? Was it last year that I got ringworm from handling a hot horse? I think I th- that's right. I think it was, because it was like the hottest day on record in England. And we got, I got down to the farce and I was like, hey, hey, uh, hey, Diamond, how are you? And I gave him a nice scritch. I was like, yeah, Diamond, oh. I gave him a nice, nice scritch. And then I woke up with a ringworm from fondling a, fondling a hot horse. And then I had to kind of creep around England, whispering over a pharmacy counter. I, I think I have a fungal infection from a horse. And <laughs> um, man, I missed that. Yeah, it was just last summer that we would be recording episodes of Says Who with me in a hot car and I, almost passed out. Yeah, by in fact, pyramid. I think it was I think it was exactly a year ago when uh, I was recording in Santa Fe. And really, I remember listening back to the episode when I was editing it and I was like, oh, I am really slurring my words here. Yeah, you weren't well. Yeah, no, it's not good. So I guess I'm not uh, near the brink of death in a car, but I kind of wish that I was. Instead, I'm just stuck here. Yeah, I I feel like I'm going to have to pay a little bit more attention to the mental health and that... um, I do find that doing some yoga or physical action, like I just, I've let it, you know, you let it slide when you're inside, if you're me. Yeah. So, I, and also I get a physical condition I have, a hot weather is a lot harder for me. Yeah. Hot weather is yeah. just, hot weather takes me down. So 
I'm already kind of, I get kind of exhausted because just I have to walk the dog in the hot weather and then I just don't have enough energy. Yeah. So basically, Dan, I need to be kept in like a freezer compartment, like Mr. Freeze. There you go. Like the, like the ice guy from Misfits of Science. Yes. You just need a little ice cream truck you can drive around in and you can live in the cooler. But I think it's just good to know, like, to acknowledge this when it happens and also to kind of say, you know, hey, are you having this thing? I'm having this thing. And it's all of these things are temporary. It's just that when you're going through, they are like, this is very unpleasant. Yeah, it's temporary. And also, I think that the other thing that makes this this moment especially hard is the knowledge that we really shouldn't be in it. You know, this sort of second wave, the second feeling of dread, that second feeling, you know, I mean, I remember back at the end of March, which is very much like what right now feels like to me when we were like, this feels a lot like watching September 11th in slow motion. And you're just waiting for the towers to fall. And that's what right now feels like, but it feels like it again. And we should not, as a country, we should not be here. But, uh, but here mistakes we are. were made, and here we are. Mistakes were made, Dan. I don't. I Dan, my I re, I think I saw my downhill slide when I realized that I had been screaming about Disney World for two days online. Like, yeah, like I was just someone dragging a box around, going, "Do you realize they're going to open up Disney World in the beginning of next week?" Do you know it? Do you know it? And that, then I felt that was when I heard that crack. Yeah. And I said, oh, no, that's my brain. Yeah. I'm real well, mad about you it. Know, I'm mad about it. We are recording this on the 7th of July. You will be listening to it uh, most likely on the 8th of July. And it is open, Maureen. Cast member previews started today. Cast member previews will be today and tomorrow. What does that uh, mean? Pass holder, meaning, so cast members are people that work at Disney World. And mm -hmm. often before a new ride opens or something like that, they will run cast member previews. Because one thing that is hard to wrap your head around, but is very true and is especially true at this moment in time, is that 60,000 people work at Disney World. Like, it is a mid-sized city, small to mid-sized city, uh, and that is just employees. And so one of the ways that they can test capacity limits and that sort of thing is by holding cast member previews where people that work there get to go and try things out. Um, and so they are testing all of their social distancing stuff with cast member previews starting right now. Uh, then pass holders will get previews um, on, I believe, Thursday and Friday. And then it actually opens to the public on Saturday the 11th. While at the same time, Central Florida is seeing hospitals starting to fill five hit ICU capacity yesterday. You know, it's wild. It is wild, Maureen. Like, I hit I hit a Disney wall yesterday when it was announced that uh, the FC Dallas soccer team, which is one of the soccer teams that are already down in Disney World, right? Uh, because they are doing a bubble there, th theoretical bubble down there, uh, to play a big tournament for, I don't know, I guess a cup or something. Uh, anyway. Just, just a cup? I don't know. It was announced yesterday that FC Dallas was being pulled from the tournament because 10 players tested positive for COVID. You know, they are staying, the entire league that is in this is in this tournament is staying at the Swan and Dolphin Resort, which is... Uh, which is on Disney property, but is not actually a Disney-owned and operated hotel. Um, the NBA is heading down to Disney for their own bubble this week. They are staying at three of the luxury hotels uh, in Disney World. 
you know, you have Ron DeSantis, the fucking governor of Florida yesterday, citing both Disney World and Universal for the good job they've done in their reopening. And the mayor of Orange County, Florida, because he has been asked about the fact that they're in the middle of a fucking outbreak. And should you really be opening a theme park? Uh, said that he is, quote, fairly confident in Disney's reopening good. plan. That's fine. That's all you need. Yeah, you know, fairly confident. But Maury, this is the thing, right? So not only did the FC Dallas Football Club get pulled from the tournament, Major League Soccer players have been testing positive for COVID the entire fucking time they've been down there. You have multiple NBA teams who have been doing practices in their own cities before heading down to, to, to Florida uh, this week, have like multiple teams have had to shut down their practice facilities because of positive tests, right? And this, these are fucking multi-million, if not billion-dollar sports organizations that are actually testing their people really regularly and creating situations that are at least in theory going to keep them protected, and they are popping positives. I don't understand how Disney World keeps their 60,000 employees safe. Uh, If you can't keep NBA players from getting it. Dan, if you go on the Disney uh, World website, you will see a giant ass disclaimer at the bottom of the page. That's basically like, sorry if you get COVID. Right. But that's, that's just for people going, right? Like, mm. that's for the people that are fucking wild enough to be like, hey, you know what we really need right now in the middle of a goddamn outbreak? We need some quality time at Disney. Right. Right. They are the they are being told, hey, you know what? Sorry, you're being you. you, you if you get covid, you can't hold us responsible. Hey, you got damn maniacs. Like, what is the fucking responsibility that any company has to their employees to keep them healthy you know like disney has said they are doing temp checks temperature checks on all of their employees when they go into work but there's already a fair amount of evidence at this point that temperature checking your employees if they're coming in super regularly and all of this and living in areas where there are fucking outbreaks really isn't going to stop shit right you know uh, we have established many times on this uh show that i enjoy professional wrestling the largest professional wrestling uh, federation in the world, World Wrestling Entertainment, which is owned by Trump backer Vince McMahon. They uh, claimed to be testing all of their employees, but what it turned out they were doing was simply temperature checks. And for the last few weeks, they are recording actually in the Orlando, they're recording their wrestling shows in the Orlando area. And... um, the last few weeks they have had to cancel tapings and all of this because people are getting sick. They, they, they are not releasing any numbers and we'll get to that in a second, but they're not releasing any numbers, but the various wrestling rumor sites that are out there now saying is saying that there's an outbreak that it's at at least 40 people. And this is through temperature checking. Now they're actually having to run fucking tests, right? Like, but WWE isn't saying who is, you know, how many people have been sick and anything like that. And that fucking good job that DeSantis cited. There is literally no requirement for reporting infections in the parks or for any company. Right. So how do we fucking know that they're doing a good job? Like, how do we know that employees aren't getting sick? Like, we don't fucking know anything except for DeSantis, who desperately wants his shit to happen. Just saying it's good. Dan, I'm not I'm not feeling better. This doesn't feel like yoga. It's not. It's not. It's not <laughs> yoga, Maureen. God it's damn not. it. I, this is a thing that makes me fucking mad. Right. My yoga class is well, terrible. I know. <laughs> I fucking love Disney World. It makes no sense, but I fucking love Disney World, right? And part of what I love about it is it is a place that repeatedly over the last like five years of mine and my family's life, we have gone to when there's sort of like hard moments that we need an escape from. 
And part of that is just simply the knowledge that when you get there, you're going to a place that is like customer service is number one, two, and three, and that you are going to be taken care of and that you are going to be safe and everything is going to be fine. And now I don't even know what the fuck that is. It makes no goddamn sense for their long-term reputation to be opening up in the middle of a fucking pandemic in the middle of a state that is in the upper reaches of everything and that we know how this is going to fucking go, right? If, if Central Florida hospitals are hitting ICU caps right now, that's reflective of cases from a couple of weeks ago, you know? So like the spikes that we've been, that they've been hitting, we aren't even seeing that in the hospitals yet by and large. <sighs> Hold on down. I'm just, Decided just how to do that. You know what that was? No. That was me leaving a Yelp review on your yoga class. It's really bad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Dan's yoga studio. You will be more stressed when you leave. However, he does have a nice beard true i just gave myself a little bit of a trim the other day and i feel like a new man yeah our hair our hair here uh oscar looks like a i've i've described it variously um i have a pair of those uh 1970s looking those glasses that are currently very fashionable the kind of gold frame aviator reader styles that look real Uh, 1970s i got i got a pair of them and occasionally with his new with his new uh grown out hair um and he puts those glasses on and he just looks like a he looks like a background player in Starsky and Hutch or like a lost party yeah. boy or i don't know like a like a low key serial predator in like a true crime reenactment or <laughs> you know he's got that kind of floppy hair thing going on and a friend it's, of mine uh, allowed his, I would guess, about 10-year-old daughter <laughs> to give him a perm. Oh, what? Wait a minute. That wasn't <laughs> what I was expecting. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> they were just bored. She's really into fashion and stuff, and she really wanted to give him a perm. Wait, And so no. he was like, okay, that's fine. Like, we're all inside. My hair's long. And they posted a photo to Instagram. And they were like, she turned me into Kurt Vonnegut. (laughs) He had had a fucking mustache and now he had like, (laughs) it was amazing. I was not expecting you to say perm. I didn't think you could even still buy perm kits. Oh, I guess so. Have you ever smelled perm kit, It was to me one of the best examples of just the madness that we are all living through now where it's like, yeah, fuck it. Whatever. Give me a perm. Give me a perm, 10 year old. Do you ever smell a perm kit, Dan? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm positive that I did in my youth, but I can't place, oh. I can't place the scent now. Oh, Dan, it smells like cat food that's been left in a car, in a hot car. Uh, it has a real, it has, it smells like cat food, but then it has a real sting. It has a little stinger on the end, just like, cause it's gone a little rancid. So you're like, is that cat food? Whoa. It kind of zips up your nose. Like, Rup. Oh, whoa! It has a little hook. It gets up there. It goes, nyah, 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 nyah. like a, like a, <laughs> like a three stooge. <laughs> Are we okay? No, we're not. I fucking hate your yoga class. You suck, uh, Swami Dan. I didn't even get. I didn't even get to all the shit in the notes about the schools reopening. We're not even going to talk about. Oh, that. Oh come on! Oh, oh come on! Come on, you jackass! We're here now. Let's finish it. Namaste. Right. Let's go. We're doing we're doing downward dog with Dan, where he tells you about the school's reopening. So Maureen Johnson. God damn it, Dan. What? <laughs> so Major League Soccer, the National Basketball Association, keep fucking popping positives. 
Major League Baseball, which is not even trying the bubble thing, and they are trying to reopen their season by the end of the month, 22 out of the 30 teams have reported players or coaches testing positive over the that last seems few fine. Weeks. That seems like a, a good number. And this is the thing that, especially as a parent of two fucking kids, I keep marveling at, which is these extremely well-resourced sports organizations cannot keep COVID out. How in the fuck are schools who have none of those resources supposed to reopen in a little more than a goddamn month? Be fine. And today, like this week has been every member of the fucking federal government being like, well, you got to open schools. Come on. Schools have to open. Schools are definitely opening. You had the fucking head, head of Health and Human Services today explaining to reporters that, of course, schools can reopen because healthcare workers have been able to keep themselves safe. And so schools can keep that, uh, you know, can just follow their lead and do what they've do done. Mm -hmm. And two problems with that, Maureen. There's two, there are a couple. Yeah, go on. One. Health workers have not kept themselves safe. No, no, they die a lot. Yeah, a lot. And even they, don't, get, they sick. get sick. I have yeah. multiple friends that are nurses that have been sick in this time frame. Mm -hmm. And two, school teachers are not fucking health workers. No, no, it's not. Hospital. Are we equipping every school with like Ven full ventilators? Well, and with full PPE and mm. like, what are you even fucking talking about? These are different goddamn things. It's my yoga class sucks. It's really not good. And I don't even know what style of the yoga this is. It's just, it's just you. I didn't know there was a yoga style where I just sat here and a man with a beard told me bad news. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, can I shift gears? I mean, you can try. What do you Don what do you, Trump Jr.'s all right. girlfriend? All right, I'm starting. I'm liking foil. I'm liking this a little bit more. Go on. Tested positive for COVID in South Carolina on Saturday, oh, or no, that, on Friday. On Friday, it's a real shame. Just prior to the president's speech at Mount Rushmore. How's that? I mean. You How's and that? I. There's a sun salutation for you. When we saw that news, you and I were DMing each other at the same moment. Yeah. It was yeah, you, you and I. Were... replied me and I DM'd you and it was just like, zoom. <laughs> yeah. Right like past a, each other. An electrical spark passed between us. We were ru like running to contact the other. <laughs> so I have questions, Maureen. Uh, do you? All right. Yeah. So first of all, she and Dojo did not travel with the president. Uh, they were in South Dakota ahead of time doing fundraisers and things like that, including one from the very day earlier uh, where leaked footage showed Kim giving a very loud speech in a very enclosed room with a ceiling fan, dozens of unmasked supporters and the governor of South Dakota. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that seems great. That seems fine. Yeah. So the the Mount Rushmore speech was two weeks pretty much to the day after the president's disastrous Tulsa rally, which Kim Gullifoyle and, Do and Dojo were both at. And uh, that is the same rally that former Republican presidential candidate and Godfather's Pizza founder Herman Cain was at. And last week, just before uh, the South Dakota speech announced that he was in the hospital in Atlanta for uh, being treated for COVID. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it was uh, discovered shortly after the announcement that Kim and Dojo were both at a party in the Hamptons about four days before. So like earlier in the week, uh, where the New York Post reported, quote, a Hamptons insider was stunned to arrive at a house in Bridgehampton on Sunday night, Saturday night, to find a packed party mm -hmm. that looked at, quote, as if COVID had never happened. Mm -hmm. 
when they announce it. What? Huh? I've lived. I've lived in New York a long time. Yeah. I have never been to the Hamptons. Oh, you should go. I've heard it's beautiful this time of year. Um, largely because I mean I know lots of people go to the Hamptons and it's fine, but like largely because I don't want to deal with the kind of people I am likely to have to deal with in the Hamptons, which includes people like Dojo and his girlfriend. Um, also, yeah. there was there were pictures of Fire Island this last weekend in which it was just you know giant unmasked pool parties and yeah so that the hamptons is like in general the worst um but anyway go on i didn't mean to de- derail you um so okay. your yoga i actually flow. didn't realize that fire island was in the hamptons i was kind of imagined it as being like uh near cape cod or something well i, I don't actually know where it is it's not near cape cod but it's like a somewhere in that area you take a ferry okay. to get there i think it's near the hamptons it's just like Another one of those places that if you're from New York, you go to that I've also never been to for some reason. Um, Got it. I just don't know why. I just never went. Well, you just, you're not very popular. Anyway. Is that it? uh, Yeah, probably. Oh, man. So here's where the questions start, Maureen. When they announced that Kim was COVID positive, they said that Dojo was not. And so you would think at that point that they would immediately isolate Kim from Dojo. What with him being the president's idiot son and whatnot, right? Right. Mm -hmm. But instead, they announce, and this is a quote, out of caution, the couple plans to drive back from South Dakota to the East Coast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, go on. I do a lot of road tripping, Maureen. Mm Mm-hmm. I have gone from Chicago to Mount Rushmore area mm-hmm. multiple times over the years. To drive it to Chicago, to Mount Rushmore, in a way that doesn't make you feel like death, mm-hmm. is really a two-overnight drive. Mm-hmm. So like a three-day drive. And that only gets you to Chicago. Chicago to the East Coast, again, in a non-death-like way is another overnight. Mm-hmm. You're talking three overnights in a, you know, it, it, at a still a decent clip, at a drive that you are really just trying to make the miles. Rapid City to Washington, D.C. is 1,600 miles. Mm-hmm. If Dojo did not have COVID this is when like a, he was tested. Dan, this is like a bad math problem. Why would you stick him and Kim together in a vehicle for a 1,600-mile drive? Fun. It's fun. It's fun. That's why you do it. (laughs) Don't. Don't. Like. Okay. Second, 1,600 Mm -hmm. miles is a solid 24 hours of driving. It you cannot Mm -hmm. do. Right. Right. Like that is just not possible. That is that is with no that is like that is Google Maps 24 hours. That's not counting stops. That's not doing anything like if they haul assed it, assuming Mm -hmm. that they had multiple drivers along with them. Right. Which uh, I would assume that they are not traveling without Secret Service at a bare minimum. Uh Right. Right. Like. You could maybe do it in one overnight, assuming like two 14 plus hour drive days when you're talking about stops and shit like that. Like two is probably more realistic. Three is even more within the bounds of of reality. So assuming that they left on July 4th, they would be getting home like today. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Wait, why would you drive out of caution? You are absolutely subjecting whoever is riding with you, whether it's just Dojo or a whole fleet of Secret Service people, Mm -hmm. right? At a bare minimum, all of those people are getting an extended COVID exposure in a very small space. It's not like they're driving down I-80 with the fucking windows open. You don't know that. I think I know that. They might be. All windows I mean, open, all of them leaning their heads out. I don't just don't imagine it. 
a very windswept dojo co- peels himself out of the car after 24 hours straight. You are going to stop multiple times, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, overnights, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But also for gas and to pee mm-hmm. and for food. And I fucking love a good truck stop where you can yeah. get all three of those things done. But I don't mm-hmm. see Dojo and Kim pulling into a Flying J to use the fucking restroom and pick up some Slim Jims and some Subway. All right. Possible situation. Yeah. Maybe they have one of those sweet buses. They could have a procured a tour bus, I guess. But even then, like, even then, there you would. Everyone walking out of that tour bus has COVID. Yeah. And even then, it would be multiple days. Like it would be a two-day drive. Yeah, because I mean, tour bus. it does have a bathroom on it. But if everybody's using that tiny bathroom, then yes. And and you, know, you might you hot those. Having been on one of those, that back room that they have on, on those is huge. Like it's it's got like a it's like a giant, giant master bedroom, you know, thing where they, you know, so there's plenty of room for them and everyone else would be up front, but I still think everybody's getting COVID on that bus. Yeah. I mean, there's no way, right? Like the whole deal with COVID is small enclosed spaces with infected individuals is real not good. Yeah. If you're I mean, with if, them for m- more than about five minutes, it's not good. If Dojo doesn't get this, I'm real mad. I mean, I would assume that he has it. Right. I would assume that he, pi- like, there is no logical explanation that I can understand that they would keep him with Kim G- Gilfoyle. Unless he also was positive. Like, I, I, there's no possible explanation for it other than, like, well, we just want him to get it. I mean, I could see the Trump family throwing some meat, you know, at the problem, like, let, let it have Dojo. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe he thinks he can keep it away if he if he donates a family member. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe he thinks he can bargain with it. Let it have let it have the boy. I gave you my firstborn son. You could have him. It's very biblical. Yeah. For a not for a not very biblical family. Right. Like just. Maybe he's just trying to, maybe he's trying to donate Dojo to the cause. And (laughs) he also doesn't like Dojo. So I can see him saying like, you just stay with her. Like it's, you know, just for shit. Well, he's definitely being like, you stay away from me. Oh, he's definitely saying that. But I could see him being like, fuck you. No, you're not going to, you're going to, you're going to tough this out. (laughs) But Dan, but soft, Dan, the Trump family, are. I feel like we're about to learn a little bit more about them, whether we want to or not. I'm going to go with not, but I think, Maureen, you are setting up a little something that I yes. have in the notes called Book Watch. Indeed. Uh, Book Watch. Uh, there's a yet another on this relentless, relentless stream of goddamn books about the goddamn Trumps. We have another one coming out this week, but one that I don't hate as much as the others. Yeah, I don't hate it. I don't hate this I one. I don't hate it. This isn't from someone who capitulated and was part of the game and, you know, compromised themselves. This is from a Trump family member who has written a big fuck you. Yeah, Mary Trump, who is the niece of Donald Trump. Book called Too Much and Never Enough, How My Family Created the World's Most Dangerous Man. I mean, that's pretty direct. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, it was supposed to come out at the end of the month, but uh, Simon & Schuster today actually announced that they were 
speeding it up and is going to come out, I believe, in 10 days. I think it's coming out on the 17th or something like that. It's the 14th. But, um, oh, is it? Even Seven there days. There you go. Yeah, Tuesdays. Books they, come out on Tuesday, so it'll come out next Tuesday. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so the the uh, Robert Trump, I would assume Mary's father, uh, tried to stop the book from coming out um, by saying that the book violates a confidentiality agreement put in place t- nearly 20 years ago after a family struggle over Fred Trump's will. Fun. And uh, in fact, for for a moment, there was an injunction against publishing put out. But then uh, an appeals court basically found that while Mary is bound to that confidentiality agreement, Simon and Schuster is not. And so they can put the book out because they weren't there for the signing. Uh, the, The judge in deciding that basically sort of said, even the Mary thing, I'm not totally sure about, but I need to think about a little bit more. Quote, the legitimate interest in preserving family secrets may be one thing for the family of a real estate developer, no matter how successful. It is another matter for the family of the president of the United States. And so he is supposed to make a final decision on whether or not Mary can talk about it. But Simon and Schuster is available is is able to, and so they are basically like, "Cool, let's get it out." <laughs> Quick. <laughs> yep. I mean, Simon and Schuster also published John. Bol- Simon and Schuster have not covered themselves in glory. They uh, no. they have been the publisher of record of a number of these dirtbag books, and um, uh, so, but um, so what? It's it's some copies of it are out. Right now, a um, couple reporters have read it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know what it's going to say that is anything we couldn't guess or don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I bet it's going to be a little spicy. I bet it'll be spicy. I mean, uh, Trump is already, um, I say already. I say already like it's new. I say already like it's a new thing. Like it's a new thing, Dan. But he is he is definitely um he's fully gone now. There's nobody in the building. Um no. the you know the the whole thing is and as we get closer to November, uh his faculties will continue to diminish. I mean the fact is he's more or less calling for civil war stuff at this point is not surprising and um, that he'll just continue to do so. Uh, polls yeah. are not good in terms of his favor. Uh, he is, um, he is absolutely just absolutely shitting the bed. Uh, and it's his behavior is only going to get worse. And uh, I don't know. Maybe the dude will just drop dead, Dan. I don't know. Like, it's between COVID and stress. Like, he's not looking well. I mean, the reality I, is, is that he he is playing a real dangerous game when it comes to COVID. Yes. <laughs> yes. His His Brazilian counterpart... The president of Brazil today, it was announced, has COVID. And this yep. is a this is a Bolsonaro. very I ha, yeah yeah he is a very Trumpian uh, president. He has actively downplayed and denied the the um, the threat posed by COVID. Brazil is the number two country in the world with the most cases and the most deaths, second only to us. USA. Um, yeah. And yeah, today, officially, it has been announced that he has COVID. Um, it had been rumored all day yesterday because apparently he has been exhibiting symptoms, including a high fever and I guess was taken and had a lung x-ray at some point. So um, it does feel like the the COVID circle keeps getting closer and closer and closer to Trump. Boris Johnson, a lot of the yep. British, uh, the UK government. God, I had forgotten about Boris Johnson at this point. 
<laughs> I forgot that he had it like months yeah. ago now. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it it's now taken down two of the leaders who are closest to Trump. Yeah. And two that have adopted Trump's approach to dealing with it. So maybe it's only a matter of time. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mean to sound quite as glib as I did, but I, I mean it quite literally. He's he's playing very fast and loose with it, and it keeps getting closer to him. You know, the, there's the number, and even just the numbers in Oklahoma today are way up. Yeah, as we're way, reaching, way up. We're coming out of this sort of 14-day period after the Tulsa rally. And... Uh, you know, it just he continues to have these these no, no distancing events where you know, like in at Mount Rushmore, they 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 did a zip tie. They zip tied the chairs together. Yeah, they sure did. So, you know, if you continue to do that, I I guess the only thing that's really working on his favor is the fact that he has been this lifelong germaphobe. Right. Who doesn't, you know, is compulsive about that. But, you know. It does, I don't know what to tell does, you, Dan. Disney World. That, but Disney yeah, World. Disney World. Meanwhile, fucking Dojo and Kim Gilfoyle just driving across the crowd. This is what I don't get, Maureen. Mm. Why would you not put them on a fucking private jet? Yeah, I, I don't understand it either, Dan. I, I know that- I literally there. I cannot get like and then why would you fucking lie? like the chances that that is not what happened seem really low. Right. Right. Like, yes, you are putting the pilots in a potential case of being exposure, but it is measured in hours, not days. <laughs> like, why would you not? What the fuck? And presumably, you know, Why you would could lie. You could have a, a jet with a door that that keeps the pilots, you know, right. away. You know, so that you have no exposure to the pilots if they're completely sealed off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just none of it makes any sense whatsoever. But either there is a fucking COVID car cannonball running its way across America right now, or uh, or someone's lying. Dan. But maybe they'll maybe they'll drive through the White House, just cough a lot. I don't know if I'm ever really. I feel like when I look back on this, for whatever reason, the Disney World thing might be one of the things that really gets me. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because it certainly feels like. It's we're not at the beginning of the movie, but we're at that weird twist place where they're like, it's fine. We're going to go ahead with the reopening of uh, something land. And the scientists are still running around going, no. <laughs> I think that the movie that you're trying to remember is Jurassic it, Park, Maureen. Is it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's literally the movie that we are fucking living through right now. Every scientist is all, well, you were so busy asking if you could reopen Disney World, you didn't stop to ask if you should. Is that a line from Jurassic Park? Not the Disney World part, but yeah, that's the Jeff Goldblum line. So so busy asking if you could, you didn't ask if you should. Life. uh, Malcolm, what's his character's name? Malcolm something. I only saw that movie for the first time fairly recently, like within the last Really? Year. What yeah. were you doing I, in the 1990s? Is that when it came out? I did, didn't it? No, maybe it was the early 2000s. I don't know. I don't know. know. I, I just, don't know for whatever reason, never saw it. Wow. That's, it, it holds up. Yeah, I mean, I watched it and I was like, all right. That's a movie about dinosaurs. Yeah, sure is. But sure we, is a movie about dinosaurs, but now we're living it without the fun of dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what, Dan? It's uh, it's pretty... Uh, oh, it's not good, is it, Dan? It's not good. No. 
if I've got to live through a fucking greed-based apocalypse scenario, give me a fucking dinosaur to gawk at for a minute. There's a T-Rex in South Dakota, isn't there? There are a lot of T-Rexes in South Dakota. Will that do? Well, there's mammoths too. Ah, man. Did I ever tell have I ever told you about the mammoth site in South Dakota? No. It is amazing. It is like if you drive south from the Black Hills toward Colorado, you pass a I think the town is called Mammoth, actually. And um the in the seventies, they were clearing the way for I think a housing development. And they uncovered a big bone and they called in a guy from, I think, one of the the university in Rapid City. And he was like, oh, this is a mammoth bone or whatever. And then they just started digging and they were like, oh, here's another one. Then they started and they were like, whoa, here's another one. And then they realized that they had uncovered a what had at one point been a watering hole that apparently just got too steep and animals kept falling in it. And uh, it is just full. It's like football field sized. They have now covered it up. And it's not a it's not like a national park. It's not like Dinosaur National Park in um, in Colorado. It, and so they like you get to walk through these channels that they have like fucking chiseled down and you're just surrounded by fucking fossil bones everywhere. It's amazing. Wow. Anyway. Bring that shit to life and at least let me see it before it kills me. Dan, again, I really have to say this yoga class is not what I expected. I've come, brought my mat. I wanted to just stretch and here you're just, you're just this man yelling about mammoths and COVID like that. Like, (laughs) Like that angry dad's thing you did over the weekend where you're just insisting that we're going to have fun and relax. God damn it, we're gonna have fun, Maureen! Wait, is this... Oh no, is this yoga class time? Maureen, you're gonna do the goddamn damn my dog! Uh, Alright, uh... You're gonna relax! What what am I doing? Just fucking namaste already, come on! Get relaxed! I'm gonna breathe. Just pull out your goddamn mat! I rolled it out! Now what? Hey, just put your fucking sun salutation already. You're going to uh, enjoy it. Oh, I'm doing it. A <laughs> breathing exercise, please. Uh, Maureen Johnson. Says who? Is made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, where every Sunday you can hear episodes special for the quarantine last Sunday is what we were just referring to where uh, we began to talk about Disney reopening and we have a a whole special yay Disney reopened episode already recorded and ready to go for this Sunday. Is this Sunday the one it was last Sunday, the one where I was just basically bleeding all over the place. Yes. (laughs) Marina cut her foot just prior to. It's fine, by the way. I believe you described it as being wrapped like a Civil War bandage. Has yeah. your foot gotten gangrenous yet? No, no, it's fine. I keep that shit clean. Um, and then I think that in the next weeks, we're going to hear you sing the song, Show Us Your Balls. Which Oh, yeah, from uh, Splash Mountain. That famous Disney classic. <laughs> yeah. Can I just hear Come how on, that goes? show us your balls. Come on, show us your balls. Come on, show us your balls. Oh, man, you <laughs> set that up. Hey, it's me. Amy Carter's shoe. If I knew Disney was like that, I'd be there right now. <laughs> well, it's not open to the public till Saturday. I'm not the public. That's true. That's and true. I, I can't catch COVID because I'm a show. Oh, man. Yeah. Should maybe just, you should go back and hang out at the White House for a bit. You may be in the line of succession. Oh, I have, they call it shoe-munity. <laughs> oh, boy. We don't catch disease. Oh, what about uh, fungal stuff? Nah, we don't catch it. We just spread it. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. 
Yes, right. Oh, no, I just had to take my headphones off for a second. Now we just read it. Oh, Come on, no. show us your balls. <laughs> Namaste. Uh, you can hear that episode at patreon.com slash says who if you are a $5 a month or up supporter. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo was designed by Darth. You can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter. You can email at Hey, that is H E Y at says who podcast.com. You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. And if you have COVID related stresses and things, they, that whole group has been pretty remarkable in supporting each other through, uh, the many twists and turns that this fucking thing is taking. So thank you all for being such good people over there on the Facebook group. And thanks to the many people that uh, spread the word, subscribe, and have left stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Maureen Johnson, you made the mistake last week of mentioning that somebody had reviewed your book on Amazon Mm. and had mentioned that the copy of the book that they received was sticky (laughs) in the review. Mm. And now we have a lot of podcast reviews that talk about how sticky the podcast is. So I don't, thank I don't know you. It's going to help us, but it's pretty funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, look, new review. Oh, boy. Oh, that was geez. how it went. That's how it went. But we do appreciate all reviews. And so even if they say sticky, that's fine. You know what? They what probably if we... shouldn't say, come on, show us your balls, because I think those will get edited out. What if we did a did a special quarantine episode uh, that's like just a a yoga a says who yoga routine that you can follow along with? That seems like a bad idea, but maybe it's a good idea. It's a great idea. Okay, well we got it. We'll be we'll be setting up to record again next next week. I think for that maybe we'll do it. Maybe we will do it. You can join us probably for a non-yoga related episode on July 15th. That is next Wednesday for our next episode. And of course you can find us on Patreon again, patreon.com slash says who every Sunday of a never ending quarantine. It amuses me. And I use the word amuse uh, broadly Maureen that uh, this podcast, which was supposed to last eight episodes and has now lasted 145, uh, has now spawned a second Patreon-only podcast, Quarantine Sunday, that was only supposed to last as long as quarantine, but we managed to create a puzzle box inside our puzzle box, and we are double-trapped now. Come on, show us your balls. <laughs> For my basement in Chicago. <laughs> I just lost it. <laughs> oh, it like a rubber band just went twang in my brain. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> We're fine. I'm going to do yoga. From my basement in Chicago, I am Dan Sinker. From where your balls are, I'm Dr. Amy Carter-Shoe. Remember, we don't get it. We just spread it. (laughs) Gross. It's gross, isn't it? (laughs) It's really gross. Yeah, it sure is. It's a really gross uh, thing to say. It's not my fault. I mean, sort of. It's not. Okay, maybe. It's just not my fault. You could finish with the, your sign off. Could I? I mean, yeah, you could. Right. Are you? Are you gonna? Mm. Nope. Hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm.
I'm Ori Johnson. This has been Says Who. See that? I, it was a little anticipation thing. It was a little, no, it was a I meditative kind it. of thing where you had Definitely. to sort of just stop and take a breath and go, is this fucking show going to end? People love uh, listening to awkward silences. I think so. I need to take Perfect. a nap for a week. Only a week? Yeah. It's a short one. Then I'll get to, then I'll get sleep after that. All right. Show us your balls. <laughs>